0: Train them is my car.
1: Hey guys, welcome to Song Mess, Song Mess episode 4. I'm joined by the lovely, the beautiful, the astounding Beverly Bryan. Hi everybody. Hey guys. <laughs> hey Bev. Um,
2: gotta catch them all. That's, that's what we're doing in this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, so uh, just you know, starting off with uh, a little Pokemon, uh, <clears throat> because I feel like that's our mission statement uh, for this, this episode and the weeks to come um, You may know may, You may know, you may not know But we will be going uh, I will be going to Mexico City uh, And catching Festival Normal And then Beverly and I will both be At South by Southwest in Austin, Texas Killing the game Catching all these musics All these bands All these tacos It's going to be a really special couple of weeks So many tacos so many tacos. It's just going to be the best. Um, so, yeah. So, we're going to be talking about some great uh, music, you know, things that, you know, stand out to us, uh, highlights, uh, bands that, you know, I just can't wait to see. I mean, these lineups are just phenomenal. I'm
2: I'm driving myself crazy with uh, everything I want to see at South by Southwest. So, uh, for this episode, though, I think uh, I'm going to focus on a lot of the artists who are coming from different countries in Latin America because otherwise I would be overwhelmed and have a panic attack. Yeah, that's... I'm, just with that, I'm, there are fantastic artists from Mexico, South America, all over coming to South by Southwest, and I'm just... Well, we'll get to that in a minute.
1: Well, and I'm thrilled, actually. Like I, I, I'm kind of glad that we uh, sort of divvied it up um, because, I mean, you're not going to Normal, so like you may not know so much about what's going on there. And I have been so busy and overwhelmed uh, just with writing, day job, even, you know, producing uh, this phenomenal, incredible podcast that you guys should be telling everybody about. Um, it, t- it all takes time. And so I haven't had a chance to do as much research as I would like for, um, for South By. Um, so well, I'm really I've got some, some recommendations for you here. Hilir. Let's see. Um, so, yeah. So uh, I think we're going to kick it off uh, with some... Some good stuff from Normal. Uh, I wanna I wanna start with Los Walters, um, who I think you you already know you've heard of Los oh, Walters. Oh yes, yeah? yes, yes. Yeah, and I really enjoy Los, Los Walters. Um, I really wanted to try to include them on our Little Puerto Rico episode. Um, it just didn't mesh, so of course it ended up on the cutting room floor. Uh, but this is one of the bands that I'm really the most excited to see um, at Normal. I discovered them late, late, late last year, like really, really fairly re- recently. Um, Joel from Remezcla was the one that told me about them. Um, you know, because we, we had been talking about, about, about Buscabulla and I was, you know, talking about how like my my feelings were a little conflicted when it came to them. And he's like, well, you should really check out Los Valtes. And I did, and I was just flabbergasted. I, I, this is very much my... Uh, sort of sense of aesthetic this is you know the kind of sa- sound that i really like in my music um it really is uh just kind of like boiled down richardness um <laughs> so i mean uh you Poor know
2: real richard
1: yeah it really is and so the the song that i've chosen uh is called sin mapa Nibote, uh and it's from verano verano panoramico Ooh, that is that, a mouthful um and it's from 2014 And yeah, they're really great. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and play that now, and we can have a listen. something there at the end, that was Coifeur. Coifeur. (laughs) Coifeur. Coifer? It was was lovely, either way. Yeah, um, Coifeur is um, synth-pop, lyric-driven, as you said. I'm going to plagiarize you there, if that's all right. Um, Yeah, he's very gentle, uh, very emotional, very thought-provoking kind of synth-pop. He's from Argentina. Uh, He's from a, a city called Morón. Um, not moron moron and um, he you know this is the the project of Guillermo Alonso um he I, I don't I, I don't know very much about him but I I, I got into him a little while back the, the, the song that I that you just listened to was mientras tanto and it's off his uh, 2012 EP nada um, and then he put out an album in, in 2000 I want to say 14. Uh, which was called Conquista de lo Inutil, Conquer of the Useless. Um, I like that. Yeah, and it, it was really good and it's so it's, so as I did, I really liked them and so I, 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 I did even a little more research because he, you know, he's been active for like 10 years now. Um, and it was but like this is new for him. This sort of synth pop, more electronic direction is is new. Uh, all his other albums were a lot more rock oriented. Um, you know, your standard four-piece outfit. Um, but this, I really, really like this. You know, again, it's very gentle. It's very thought-provoking. And I, again, I thought it was a good pairing uh, with Los Walter's, who are also, you know, really heavy into that synth. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, what do you think, Bev?
2: I, you know, well, the, the Los Walters song, this is the song, for some reason, I feel like I'm finally hearing them for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, that song really brought me around to them. Um, there's just... Just the tiniest little uh, layer of melancholy. And yeah. that's what hooks me in. Um, and, you know, the other song I, I enjoyed, I need to listen to that more. I need to dig into that.
1: Yeah, um, you know, it's, I'm really excited to see Los Walters at Normal. And, and again, if, if, you're not, uh, if you're not familiar with Festival Normal, um, you know, listener, uh, it's a music festival that happens in Mexico City. It started out in Monterrey, actually. Um, about seven, this, was, this is the 7th edition. Uh, and it's, it mainly focuses on uh, alternative Latin music, uh, experimental, weird, anything that's, you know, not maná. Um, very, very much, uh, you know, just kids in their bedrooms, you know, making beats or doing something weird, noise rock. Uh, there's art installations. Uh, you know, I've, I've seen anybody from, you know, Porter to Maria Jose uh, to Algodon Egipcio to la Not to Las mention Arbillas. some really
2: great North American acts. Absolutely. Act bands, like, cool, interesting bands come from all over South and Central America. Yep. And the world. Just in general. I had been, like, watching the festival grow up. Um, when I was a writer and then an editor at MTV Iggy, just eating my heart out every year that I didn't go because yep. the lineup was sick and I finally got to go last year and now I'm not going this year and I'm sad again.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, and that, uh, by the way, guys, that's actually how Bev and I met. We met, uh, at, uh, Normal, um, it was, I think it was the second day of the festival. Mm-hmm. Um, And yeah, because I had, I was painted, um, Mm. uh, again, if you guys, if whoever out there listening, if you know me, you know that I tend to dress a little loudly. Um, and when I'm at music festivals, I, I think of it as a, as an easy icebreaker, um best festival style ever uh, i i try hard not to be the girls wearing indian headdresses at coachella i try really hard to not be that i, I try to align it closer to like the club kid stuff
2: no you, you take it several hundred
1: levels up from that i That's hope great. so i already have plenty of stunts planned for this year I'm just so stay tuned i'm not gonna
3: be there <laughs> i'm
1: gonna miss all of it it's gonna be so <sighs> so good this this lineup um, and again, all the music that that, we'll, that we're playing today will reflect the lineups. So um, these two bands you just played are going to be there. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Los Walters, again, and Los Walters I'm really excited to see uh, because I, they're from Puerto Rico. Um, they don't play together very often. Um, hmm. One of them is based in Miami and then the other one is based in San Juan. It's a really it's really interesting because it's, it's sort of an online partnership uh, where the one... Uh, before was based in Baltimore and the other was and based in Barcelona hmm. um so they both and or and and what and also in sao Paulo I think uh, it's just they they all kind of travel around I, I imagine they have you know maybe alternate careers um and so they they you know they perform together they, or they get together for very specific uh occasions you know recording a video or um, recording the album perhaps So this
2: is a really rare opportunity to
1: see yeah. them mm-hmm they, they came to New York, I mean, that, things may have changed, but it's, they came to New York la- uh, last summer for LAMC, um, and I didn't know who they were, so I was like, eh, whatever, and I really, really, really wish I'd gone. You missed out. Yeah, well, I really Now you get did. to see
2: them, and, well, that's good for me to know, so that if, like, I ever get the chance to see Los Walters, I know that this will not be another chance, or, yes, there may not be another chance, I need to get on that.
1: You never know. Hey, I mean, those those Walters are the business and, and then also, and again, I don't, I don't want to forget about Quiffer. Um, he, again, he's from Argentina. He, uh, is part he's on Quema Su Cabeza, which is a Chilean label. That's very well known. Um, it has one of the best. Yeah. I mean, it, it has some of the biggest artists, you know, coming out of Chile, uh, Jepe, Facuta, you know, just really, really, really great stuff. Um, and Argentina really goes more for, like, the rock music. Um, true, there's some great true. electronic music. ZZK, a label, a label uh, is just killing it with the electronic stuff, with, like, via Circuito and Yegros. But a lot of the sort of weirder or maybe just more, like, synth-y stuff is, or, like, even folky is kind of getting lost in the mix. And Quema Su Cabeza has been really good at sort of cherry-picking artists. Um, so Diosque, for example, who were at uh, Normal last year, they're on Quema Su Cabeza, um, as well as Violeta Castillo, who is this really, really cool singer-songwriter girl. Um, and then again, you have Koi um, And again, I just really, really enjoy his sound. It's very pop. It's very soothing. Um you know and it's, again, true. It's, it's
2: not as danceable as those Walters.
1: Yeah. It's it's definitely on, on the on the more chill side. I was a little afraid of pairing the two just cuz I didn't want I I I, I was afraid of Quiffer getting lost in the mix. But um, again, Nada and Conquista de lo Inútil are, are definitely my faves uh, when it on in his catalog cuz again they they're dancier, they're synthier. Um, they ha, they have a lot of heart.
2: Well, you don't get like a million opportunities, you know, if you live in North America to see a band from Argentina either. Absolutely. So this is this is great for you.
1: Yeah. So, um, moving forward, uh, I want to start with, I, you know, I, I was a little hesitant about featuring this next artist because, I, she doesn't need promotion from us. She is established. She is successful. Her album "Me" was brilliant, and I'm of course talking about Empress of. Um, she, uh, Rod- Rod- Rodriguez, I, I can't speak Spanish all of a sudden, uh, L- Rodriguez, it's, for, it's, it's the transitions that are getting me.
2: Well, that, that's, it's good that you're saying it though, because I've been saying, uh, Lorelli,
1: so Oh. so that, you know. Um, well, I, we're gringo it's, this is an English podcast. Um, L- R- Rodriguez, uh, she, uh, has, uh, um, she's of Honduran background. Um, but I believe she's Brooklyn based if I'm not mistaken. Um, she's here. Yeah. Yeah. She's, and she's really cool. Also again, singer songwriter. Uh, but her music definitely is, uh, has a, has a much dancier feel to it. It's definitely like very, very close to being like house music almost. Um, it's very synth. It's very pop. Um, Again, it, really,
2: it really rides that line between, like, experimental bedroom electronic music, which is in a really great era, right. and something that could be in the top 40. Yeah, I could really see, you know, in another album, you know, her, like, sort of, like, breaking over into the world where, like, say, Sia is.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, they are very much uh, not on the same train, but on the same track, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and so the song I uh, decided that I wanted to play was How Do You Do It? Uh, which was one of one of the singles on the album, and again, and it's, I it's, like her
2: a lot better than Sia.
1: I, mean, I don't have a problem with Sia. No, you know. she's
2: fine. She's fine. Hey,
1: if you can craft a pop song out of rawr, out of just mumbling, you know, <laughs> you deserve all your success because it's,
2: you can put it that way. Yeah. It's
1: it's more it's more than a lot of people are doing with a lot of writing. Yeah, Um, totally.
2: And it's, you know, I I will say it's great to hear something on the radio that doesn't sound exactly like everything else.
1: Well, she's written most of it, so (laughs) (laughs) there's a reason it all kind of sounds alike. Um, But again, this is Empress of How Do You Do It? was Empress Of, and there at the little end there was Me Too. What do you think of that? Oh man, Empress Of. Uh, she's great. Um,
2: I really, that song really um, is a great example about what I like about her, because you know, you can tune into the lyrics and become, like, lost in you know, the world of her songs and um, the experiences that she's detailing. Yep. And, you know, and then a lot of songs like this one, you can just, like, you can just go out into the beat, and you can dance, you can, like, zoom in and out, it's very, it's very cool.
1: Well, I was just, again, I was just mentioning how, um, you know, I if my favorite song of hers actually is called Standard, um, and it's one where she uh, d- details, sort of, um, and really beautifully lays out the social and financial inequality. Um, I think it was inspired by by something that she saw in Mexico City, Um you know, and it's but she's very good at that. She's very good at sort of zeroing in on these emotions, on these reactions, um, and and she produced it all herself. All these beats were composed by her. All these instruments were done by her. I'm sure she has a producer, but like this was a almost you know complete individual effort by her, um, which takes a lot of balls and a lot of skill. Um, you know, I mean, because it's ovaries. Oh, it's yeah (laughs) it takes a lot of of, uh, lady parts Um, no but it it really really uh, it's a very full sounding album Uh, it's called Me it came out 2015 and again she's she's making it she's playing at Primavera Sound in Barcelona she just performed at the Sydney Opera House, which was, like, a big deal. True. Um, I mean, she's she's making it. So, I, you know, and, and she's going to Normal. Absolutely, and Normal is... And she's going to be also at South By, actually, um, doing a free showcase. I've been screenshotting uh, show, showcase flyers left and right this week. So we might get to see her.
2: I'm making my list. I, uh, I, went, I went into the website and... Uh, you know, you, you can To make your schedule, you can star every band that you want to go see. Oh, and oh. I, I starred half of them. So there we are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll see I, how this works out. I'm really excited. And then what do you think of the Me Too track?
2: <clears throat> it's cool. I can dance to it. Um, I've heard some Me Too songs I like better. Mm, this
1: yeah. one's more like just a straight dance track. Yeah, well, Me Too is really interesting because, um, again, they're a duo. They're mo- both multi-instrumentalists. Um, it's a duo of Julian Salazar, who's a percussionist, and then uh, I'm sorry, uh, Franklin Tejedor is a percussionist, and Julian Salazar is more like a electronics sort of producer, you know, meaty kind of guy, and they're from uh, Palenque in Colombia, um, so that's why they incorporate Palenque was uh, in Colombia's history is where all of the freed or escaped slaves uh, ran to, so Palenque has a really really strong tra- tradition in, in percussion, um, really deep afro columbian roots there. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, So, like for example, like the marimba, that's where it comes from. Really,
2: Mm -hmm. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, it's it's all in Palenque, and like even to this day, I think like if you say something like the word Palenque uh, in in many Caribbean uh, countries can mean like it's a party or it can mean like it's beachy or something it, it's definitely percussion it's
2: become synonymous absolutely with getting down absolutely
1: right. so like i'm really excited to see me too um because me too opened for bomba stereo uh for a show that we saw they were on tour together um and we went to the show and we got there a little too late always get there in time for the opener for real You're screwed up you know, and, and, you know, guys, even on this, this normal lineup, um, I mean, because really the uh, South by stuff, a lot of it happens at night, but normal, this is happening early on the, in the day. Like, it starts at, you know, noon, one, maybe two o'clock if you're lucky. Um, and a lot of day the... Day party! Hello! Day drinking. <laughs> and a lot of the best kept secrets go on first, um, or oh, second, yes. or third.
2: Because they put the punk bands on first.
1: Absolutely.
2: And then some and of those
1: are good. I'm, I'm the goody two-shoes at the festival. I'm always the first guy there. When I went to Ruido Fest in Chicago, I was legit one of the first ten people to walk in the door. It was so funny. I had the whole park to myself. It was preposterous. I took pictures and I put, put them on Instagram. I was like, well, what else am I going to do? Um, I'm, I'm the same way. I show up way too early for every show. Nerd high five. Yeah. Yes. Boom. But, yeah, uh, with Me Too... Uh, I'm really excited to see what they got. Um, I think it's going to be really cool. I know that they wear uh, masks on stage. They uh, they just put out an EP at the end of the year um, called Siempre, and that's where the song called Obici Obici uh, it came from. Again, this is me too. The song was Obici, Not obese, obese, Um And yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to hear what they got. Um, so next, we're going to hear... A song by Los Piranhas. Um, so, Normal, guys... Um, again, Normal obviously focuses... Or at least what it started on was focusing on the other parts of Latin music. The, the less sort of heavily promoted. And then it started bringing in artists from um, just the indie scene, also the experimental noise, punk, whatever scene um, in the U.S. And started bringing people from Europe... Lots of can uh, lots of Canadian bands, Australian bands, even acts from Japan. There's usually one or two acts from Japan every year. No, they uh, cast a wide net. yeah, they're really, really, and it's become a very prestigious festival. Um,
2: yeah, everybody is involved like I pretty much every publication that I would actually read is like a, a media sponsor. I oh, don't yeah. know what it means when you have ten media sponsors, but everyone is a media sponsor of
1: normal. Well normal you know normal is synonymous with cool. Normal is synonymous with like this is who I want to be,
2: and for um, very good reason.
1: Yeah, because uh, I really like that you you called it the
2: the other part of Latin American music because you can uh, you can think of it that way where it's sort of like they have everything that you can't categorize. So it's like you've got you've got hip hop, you've got pop, you've got rock, and then what's going to be playing at normal is sort of like what would be in the box like what would be at the box if like you can't fit it into any other box. So it'd yeah. be like other.
1: Yeah, I mean there there are legit like. Artists that just get on stage and do an installation for forty-five minutes, and you know, but it's but it, and
2: and what you, was that Roach Motel something Ghost Roach Motel that they the band was an installation that
1: I don't even know which one you to. Do you remember about. there
2: were like three platforms and
1: there was a oh, drummer? Oh yeah,
2: by the by the food by the food trucks, yeah, right? Some guy was waving a f- yellow flag. See the one that
1: the one that sticks out for me as the one that I just couldn't palette was Jerry Paper. Oh yeah, was, I, it, know, was I tr- it Jerry? Yes, I think it. I think it was Jerry. Paper. Oh God, we're the worst. Um, that was really bad. Um, I could, I could kind of get
2: into it, mainly because I have that same bathrobe he was wearing. Um, <laughs> that was
1: awful. And again, guys, you know, if you if you've never heard of Normal, then you hear us telling the, describing these, basically kind of horror story ish performances. <laughs> it's not all that. First of all. Second of all, a lot of it is really exciting discoveries that you make. Um, and it's magical. And I feel like...
2: Even even Mr. Paper was magical in his way, in the sense that you, we're
1: never going to see that again. I mean, he was on PCP, maybe. Um, but, you know, and, and again, like you discover a lot of really exciting stuff. And Los Pirañas, which is uh, what we're going to listen to next, um, the leader of Los Pirañas... Uh, his name is, uh, I had it here, well, maybe not, the, but the leader of, of uh, Los Pirañas is in Meridian Brothers, which coincidentally, you said they, it, they sounded rather similarly. Well, that similarly. explains
2: everything, and yeah. Meridian
1: Brothers played Normal last year, exactly. and so on and so on. And it, Meridian Brothers was one of my favorite discoveries from last year, because you know I, I tend to just get overwhelmed this time of the year. And don't know what's going on, and I just show up, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? And Meridian Brothers kind of played, you know, smack middle of the day, um, and they were just playing some kind of crazy psychedelic cumbia. Um, they weird. And it was downright absurd, I love it. but it was phenomenal. And everybody in the audience was dancing. It was sort of like around four or five o'clock. Everybody had a beer. Sun was going down. Everybody was just sort of starting to relax, and it was just. Good times, vibes, dances, this. And so I feel like Los Pirañas is a slightly more uh, left-of-center version of, of Meridian Brothers. It is... That's true. If it's po- You wouldn't think it would be possible to be more off than Meridian Brothers, yeah. but they're a, they're even a little bit more off. Because this is cumbia, this is champeta, but it's, it's downright strange. I'm pretty sure at some point there's like a, a saw being played. Um, it's But it's really cool. It's fun, tropical psychedelic good times. And here's Los Pirañas with Champeta de la Corrupción y la Desgana.
2: both of those songs as wonky cumbia? <laughs> no, the, the other one was Champeta. Uh,
1: yeah, the first one was was technically Champeta. Um, and then the second song is by María Boba, who's a DJ producer. He's from uh, Hermosillo, Mexico. Um, the song is called Noche Magica. Uh, it's off this like EP that he put out last year. Um, and I think Marea Boba, in my eyes, really kind of perfectly embodies, and even these two songs, but they, they, they both embody um, sort of the spirit of normal, sort of, that sort of Latinidad is very present. Like, these are both Latin songs. You cannot take that away from these songs. But at the same time, it's very much an alternate vision of la- that Latinness. Um, and I think that's, that's very much about what, what Normal is about. Because even though there are sort of like foreign, um, and, and, and foreign culturally, like gringo artists that come or whatever, in terms of Latinness, Latinidad, is a spectrum. You know, the, m- a Mexican band and a Mexican producer are going to be very different from a producer or a, a band out of Puerto Rico, Colombia, Peru, Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Spain. Um, so I think uh, Normal is really really good at offering you sort of like this buffet no
2: totally yeah a buffet of strange and wonderful delights
1: Um, what do you think of the songs
2: well yeah I really um, I kind of I like what you're saying you know that there's like it's very uh, you know Meridian Brothers and it's
1: Las Piranhas Los Piranhas Los Piranhas Piranhas are feminine actually like in Spanish but I guess because these guys are guys they are going for Los Pirañas, that happens. It can happen in, in music. It's a little weird. Okay. Spanish okay. is Spanish is a spectrum. So, <laughs> um,
2: so it's uh like gender. No. Yeah. Um, and you know, I like it because it's like it's not and you know and you like that it's an it's an alternate vision. You know, mm-hmm. they're not they're not mixing like Psychedelic music from someplace else with something that's like indigenous. I feel like their psychedelia is a very indigenous psychedelia. Absolutely, you know, it's very um
1: ayahuasca <clears throat> driven.
2: Yeah, and so that's that's one thing I like about it. It's not like taking something from someplace else. I feel like this is something that very much like every aspect of it comes from where they are from, mm-hmm. and that's so I you know I like both of them. I'm glad. Thank you for introducing me to Los Piranhas. Yeah. And um, the second one I really like, you know, can you can groove to it even more, but it's also
1: psychedelic in its own way. Yeah, it sounds almost... You know how Nafi, like Nafi producers, sound very sort of dystopian future? Mm -hmm. This sounded like a regular cumbia run through a heavy Navi filter. (laughs) Like, it was very... Like in terms of the production quality, it definitely reminded me of Nafi. Mm. But like the cumbia is—it's so sabrosa. Like it's really just like I really just want to get on the dance floor.
2: Yeah, I want to stomp around to this. Oh my
1: gosh! I like I, I, I left the song for last again because it, it really sort of underscores the experimental nature of Normal. But it's also so satisfying. I really, really—that's really a really looking good word forward. for it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to to Maria Boa's set. And again, he's just some guy. Um, it's just, he's a producer from, from Hermosillo. Um, his name is somewhere. Um, I think it's Henry. Um, and people
2: get down at Normal. They say yeah. Dexters don't dance, but you know, they, they do. Like, Chancha, people were dancing.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, Chancha, Rebolledo, um, there's some really, really good producers and, and, and DJs that get featured at Normal. Siete 714. Um, I was dancing during Meridian Brothers. That is true Well, there was a little You can dance to them There was a little beer in there What, who, me? Well, in, in all
2: of us, I suppose I was very sober <laughs> during their mall Really? Yes Oh, that's right, because you I were working I was working, working. <laughs> Didn't you stop working at some point? Um, yeah, while I was in Mexico City uh, We went out uh, And I, I sampled the um, pulque.
1: Pulque. Mm-hmm It
2: um,
1: <clears throat> wasn't for me
2: A friend of a friend, uh, like showed me around a bit, and so I I had I did have some adult beverages while I was in Mexico, but not while I was not at the festival. And this is it was hard for me because you know they had the pulque stand, and I had developed a taste by then
1: for it. But I just no. See, we have completely different approaches. Still focused. When I'm at normal, um, my strategy is to get drunk. That is my strategy. I generally start, like, as soon as the sun goes down, I get drunk. I that's, think that's a great method. But, but, but hear me out. <laughs> I approve out. your methodology. But hear me out. So this is why, right? So, like, a lot of people come later in the day. So there aren't that many people to meet. Mm-hmm. A lot of the artists haven't performed yet. And one of the beautiful things about Normal is that because it is still a relatively small festival, a lot of the artists perform, they put away their gear, and then they just go into the festival. And mm-hmm. then they, you know, this is... Because when you, when you hear the word music And then music you'll be festival, online
2: for food with, like, somebody you worship, and you're like, oh, my God.
1: Absolutely. Well, and that's it. Like, when when you hear the word, the, the term music festival... She you're, ordered the esquites. You're expecting 50,000 people. Normal has, what, two? Maybe, yeah. But like, it's really, so. really, really... It is, it is little. It is little. I mean, it still gets packed. But that's the funny thing, is, like, every... It's, like... An,
2: But, like, everyone who's cool shows up. Absolutely. Like, I I was going around, like, you know, because I had to photograph people, you know, for the slideshow I was doing. And I'd be like, you seem like an awesome person. And then I'd find out, oh, it's because you're in Kiero Club.
1: work. Did you actually meet somebody from Kero Club? Yes. That's awesome. (laughs) They follow us on Instagram now. Hey, shout out to Kiero Club. Hi. (laughs) We love you. We love you back. Um... But yeah, I mean, and that's that's really what one one of the most endearing things of normal to me that I I really kind of fell into, the Latin indie just because I was really kind of dismayed with with non Latin indie gringo indie mm. I, I call it gringo indie because shit if we have to I be think,
2: yeah if it needs a qualifier
1: then right if yeah. we have to be like othered they can be too
2: we will officially call it gringo indie from now on
1: but yeah I find that gringo indie is is just very like stuck up. You know, because hipsters already have an attitude problem, and that's whatever. Um, oh, God. Save me from interviewing indie bands. Oh, my God. But, like, I, especially, like, you know, any, like, little Brooklyn band, any little London band, any little, like, Toronto band, they come to Latin America, and they, you know, obviously, you hit the big time. You got imported. Um, so, like, you know, there's, there's all this attitude that you have to put forward. It's, it's just even a thing in their own scenes that it just it, it gives off this impression of, like, you're welcome. Um, with Latin bands, it's so expensive for a band from Argentina to perform in Chile, even though these two countries are next to each other. It's so expensive that these musicians really, really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, El Ultimo Vecino, um, I remember, he was, it, it really stood out to me last year. He performed... Um, he doesn't fly. He absolutely hates flying. And since they're from Spain, he just takes the train everywhere. And so the fact that he was invited to Normal, Normal is very prestigious. So if you get invited, you kind of just have to say yes. Um,
2: I mean, if you can, and you get your visa and.
1: and well, I mean, you don't need a visa for Mexico. Mexico lets everybody, and nobody wants to mess around with Mexico.
2: Oh, I didn't realize that. Mexico is
1: really easy to get into. Like China might need a visa, but just because of reciprocity. But that's about it.
2: I mean, I um, didn't need.
1: I mean, I didn't need a visa, but. No, Americans don't need a visa. But, but, you know, El, El Ultimo Vecino, and, you know, he's there and he's um, he's just sort of like, they, he runs through a couple of songs with his band and then he's just like, guys, I really just want to take a moment, you know, because it was early in the day. They, they, he performed like at 4 or 5 o'clock also. Um, and he was like, I just want to take a moment to thank you all. Like, really, like, we're just some guys from Barcelona, like, kind of just writing music in our rooms and you know, ripping off the Smiths. Yeah, they were very, like, whatever. But thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hate flying. I cannot believe I just crossed the Pacific. (laughs) Like, I cannot... He even said, like, I crossed the fucking pond to come to this fucking festival. Thank you so fucking much. Like, he really was, like... He got very emotional on the stage. And it was really, really cool. And that's, that's the vibe. I've seen... Yeah, I've, no, there's a lot of love coming from the stage, absolutely. going onto the stage. Absolutely. It's like, yeah, the spirit of the festival I really love. I've, then, seen, I've seen musicians meet and just fan, fanboy on each other, and I'm like, but you're both incredible. What do you mean you're fanboying? And that, that to me, is, is the spirit of normal. Um, so I'm going to kick it over to you, Bev. What do you got for us today?
2: All right. Well, <clears throat> we are, we're, we're going to South by Southwest now. We're going to Austin. We took our one-hour flight. And I wanted to, um, I you know, some of these artists I'm, I'm already a fan of. Um, some of these artists I uh, decided to highlight because they are great. And also because they may not have a tremendous amount of buzz outside of their countries. Mm-hmm. Um, some artists you know you hear a lot about and others they're they're still famous or popular within their country and you know so they haven't which is so it's great that they're playing South by Southwest um, you might be hearing a lot more about these artists if you're in North America following this because yep. I'm predicting uh, great things South by is a phenomenal <clears throat> platform so we've got some uh, We've got some discoveries here and some favorites. Uh now the first one I've got for you is Ella Minus and her song Volcan, which is on her EP that just dropped. So this is very exciting. And she is Colombian Mm -hmm. based in the US. Yep. And I we have an incredible lineup. I'm going to South by Southwest because Sound Friend is having our very first official showcase at South Bay Southwest. We're a year old. Woo! We made it. And uh, I tried to restrain myself from like plugging every single band on our showcase because I think they're, fant- they're all fantastic. But Ella Minus, we had to point out for you. So there's that. And then also next, uh, sort of maybe in a similar vein with this, you know, um, I mentioned earlier, I think uh, experimental electronic music is an incredible place right now. Uh, all over the world now El Sueño de la Casa Propia is uh, he has however been doing this for a long time true yeah he is a fan favorite to know is to love but he's got a new track because he's got a new album coming out soon this is Shineless and it it takes my it took my heart and went somewhere with it alright let's have
1: a listen
0: Thank you.
1: Um, uncertain when you when you said you wanted to pair these two artists mm-hmm. uh, because like Ella minus is very like low key very like very beautiful delicate fragile you know synth pop very beautiful right and then El Sueño de la Casa Propia is quite his music is quite beautiful mm-hmm. um, as well Amen. but very different very glitchy very erratic um, and so I wondered what these two songs might sound like back-to-back. And that was actually beautiful. That was really smooth. Um, they transitioned <laughs> really well. True. Um, and, you know, I, 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 I've been a fan of El Sueño for, for, for quite a while, actually. Um, he came to New York, was it, I think, last year, last winter. Um, and he's, uh, he's on punk records.
2: Uh, I have to see him at South by Southwest.
1: Yeah, he's on punk records, and uh, Sokio did a showcase in uh, for punk records. Sokio, our guest from last episode, um, with he did a, a, a showcase in conjunction with another label from, I think, Denmark. Um, hmm. And so he had El Sueño de la Casa Purvia play with him. Um, and it was a really cool set. There were a lot of sort of psychedelic um, slides that were playing, and it was just he was just kind of like freestyling it. And just, just, it's very sample driven. I really, really, really enjoy Sueño de la Casa Propia. Um, I yeah, do to see
2: him. So, yeah, so you felt like they, uh, so... They paired really nicely. Ayla Minus, you know, she's, uh, she's a newcomer with this project at least. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I, yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, you know, she stands up against, like, the recent work of, you know, this more established artist... And, yeah, I felt like they went together because, uh, you know, they're both very delicate, precise. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an introspectiveness to both artists' music. And, you know, so you, you really you really do have to tune in. Like, you can dance to, shi- to Shineless, but you really do have to, like, tune in and attune yourself to um, what they're both doing. And, yeah. you know, you get the most out of it the, mo- the more closely you listen. So I think that's why I sort of associated them. Shineless...
1: Because Volkan was very... It's on its way... Like, it's still not the same sort of pop structures, but it definitely, like... If you've played it a good 30 times, you're really feeling this song, you know. You'll be at the show singing along to this. But Shineless comes on, and I feel like you have to be in a very particular mood to really appreciate Shineless. Like, a couple of drinks... You know, your body needs to be feeling warm and tingly. There's lights. you just kind of, like, in this moment. And it really, that that really was special. I'd, I'd, I'd heard the song before, and I'd forgotten about it. And I'm really glad that, that you just kind of brought this back. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to see them at, at South By.
2: I could, um... Well, you you better you better come to the showcase. Um, oh, that's...
1: <laughs> girl, that's, that's obvious.
2: Well, I, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I don't need to be in a special mood to get excited about um, Shineless. I could I could live inside that song. I'm so mm. excited for what he's going to do next. It would be like, just feel like I'm surrounded by wind chimes. I know it's more yeah. wind that he's sampling, but I just...
1: Like I'm, on a porch. Yes. Right? Like, I feel like, you know, it's sunset and you're dancing on your porch.
2: Yeah, it's very breezy. Mm-hmm.
1: What about what about Ella Minus, though? Uh, is this her, her first solo EP? Yes.
2: Oh, okay, cool. Yes. She's put out some, uh... She's put out some singles, which I loved. And this is my favorite track on the three-song EP. hmm And I just, you know... I just... I need to delve into it more. But I, I listened to the EP a few times through, and this track really stood out for me. But, uh... I had no problem listening to the EP a few times through, and I'm gonna do it again soon. So, yeah.
1: And again, so guys, that was Volcan Definitely... Ella minus Definitely check it out.
2: All right, so we can move on. Cool. Um... The next two artists are both. Uh, well, Miss Garrison is a band, but um, is uh, female-led by uh, a woman who drums and sings, and. Franz Straube. Yeah, so that She's really cool. Have you ever met her? Not in not in real life, but I did see her performing.
1: Uh, oh, at the punk records thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, that was that was her solo. Uh, that was um, that was Rubio.
2: Yes! No, mm-hmm. she was terrific there. Yes.
1: Um,
2: but she is better known for her work with Miss Garrison. hmm And um, the song I have for you is the new single, Al Sol de Noche. Yeah, it just came out this week, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, then also I've got um, an artist that I really became aware of. A friend of mine uh, shared a video recently that she was on, or she does the vocals in the song, and um, but I really... Uh, I really, she really came to my attention while I was like looking through for like what I wanted to check out at South by Southwest, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> her big song right now. Okay, so she's Chilean, she's based
1: in Mexico, from what I understand. Uh, not not no. not Miss Garrison. No no no. We're talking about Mon Laferte now. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't notice the transition. I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. Um, I can we edit that out? I speak. Sc- Sure, okay.
1: Um, I s- okay,
2: because you just, you told me she was from, based in... Yeah, yeah, no, 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 she is, okay. she is.
1: I, I just, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that we had transitioned. I was still on Miss Garrison. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry.
2: Sorry. sorry. Well, did, maybe I did not say that. Anyway, so this this artist, Mon Laferte, I became aware of um, while I was checking out the artists I wanted to go see, possibly for South by Southwest, putting together my schedule. Mm-hmm. And the um, song, her big song is Tu Falta de Querer and... Uh, tu Falta de Querer? Yes, that is, that is what it is. And um, her videos are incredible. And I, um, well, <clears throat> let's listen first, and then I have, I have feelings.
1: Goodness, God. So, we just watched the video. Yeah, we cheated. Um, but you are totally encouraged to watch that. Um, again, the song is Tu Falta de Querer by Mon Laferte. Holy crap, that was good. Oh, my God, that was exquisite. Oh, I'm like, I'm... The song, the visual, oh, I, I need to go lay down now. It's so pretty. Her, okay... Let me paint a scene. So we're somewhere in the middle of nowhere, Mexico, and she, you know, some shirtless men with masks pop open a a a casket, and then this beat beautiful girl is in a in a coffin, and like with the chola brows and the pinup hair, and in a she white looks, dress. Oh my God! It looked like the white quinceañera, virginal. Oh my God! So good. So good. And then she starts to sing. Oh, yeah. Her voice is bananas. Holy crap. Um, That was really something. I'm like, wait, who did we listen to before? (laughs) Yeah, what happened? (laughs) So, so Mon Laferte is a podcast stopper right there. Yeah. Um, I'm like, Miss Garrison, right? Oh, wait, who? Oh, oh. um, So, yeah, okay, tell me a little bit about Mon Mon Laferte.
2: um, Well... You know, she has a very, like, old-timey vibe in terms of, like, her look and her songs. You know, her videos are all incredible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so there's a lot of style. But, like, it is kind of like an an old-timey, like, maybe 40s, 50s kind of thing. You know, Mm. she's got the blunt bangs. And so I, you know, and it's like a little, kind of like a jazzy um, thing that she's got going on. And... You know, she there, she sings kind of like these torch songs. And so, you know, someone sent me a press release about this describing what she does. Unless they did a really good job, I might not listen, honestly, because I, you know, it's like, oh, you know, because honestly, the, the doing like the 1940s jazz babe thing is... It can be very tired. It can yeah. be very boring. There's a lot of people where, who are doing that that, frankly, I don't get excited about. Natalia La Furcada did it, uh, like, two albums ago. Yeah, but she didn't make it into a shtick.
1: Uh, it was a shtick for, 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 for the album. Uh like it was in black and white and she was honoring like a, a uh, an old timey composer
2: a little bit you're right you're It was right. but that it wasn't was, supposed to be her whole thing but
1: right. it was well for the for the album tour that for the for the whole cycle that's kind of what it was it was a little hey you maybe, know maybe
2: maybe a little bit you but get, it's so but you it have wasn't to sell it it can be a lot it can be a lot stickier than that oh, it gets for a sure. lot stickier and so this is the sort of thing where it's like you know but so it's like almost for 2 seconds i'm like oh, am i going to be into this and then she totally grabbed me because she does this. She takes uh, her torch songs and takes it to this emo, this very emotional, very very fresh place. She's like the her delivery. Mm. Um, I'm just, really,
1: I'm really glad that you met that you brought her in because Mona Ferte is an artist that I've been hearing about for a long time, mm-hmm. and I just. Again, there's a lot of artists that I've been hearing for about for a long time. And it just, you just sometimes don't get around to them. And, and she's one of them. I, I just haven't, you know, had the time or the presence of mind to just Google and press play. And I'm so glad because I, I know she's Chilean, um, and, but she's based in Mexico. Um, I know that she, like, for example, she was on Me Sebastián's last album She uh, just was on tour, is currently on tour with Caloncho. Hmm. Um, And it's been very successful.
2: Oh, yes. That's the video that I saw originally. That's where I
1: first encountered her. Mm -hmm. She was doing, she was guesting on that. And they sold out uh, this like big theater in in Mexico City for two nights in a row. Because, again, I follow them on social media. And they were like, you know, really, really excited about it. And I was like, oh, here I thought this was this like little indie chick or whatever. Because I saw Caloncho here for LAMC about two years ago, and he had a modest crowd, it was fun, um, nothing huge, but it was a showcase, and now I go on this video, and it has over five million plays, meaning she she, and really they are a lot bigger than I expected. Yeah, I know, this um,
2: song, people like it, and I can totally understand why.
1: It's really cool, and it's also um, another Mexican transplant, like another Chilean transplant to Mexico, Mariel Mariel, mm. um, have you heard of Mariel Mariel? I have not delved in as much as I need to. She's really cool. I'm, oh. doing, I'm I've I've been bad. I'll I'll play I'll play some music for for you uh, by her. Um you know, I saw her at Ruido Fest and and she has a very signature like I have no difficulty connecting her to the Chilean scene.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, like it's still, it's obviously it's not synth pop, it's very um it's very like beat driven, it's very like kind of like bassy. Um but and it, still a little weird, but again, she's been in Mexico for like 5 or 6 years. Um, but she still has that very distinctive sort of like indie feel to to yeah. her music. Where um, I missed her
2: at normal. Uh,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. she like she was early on in the day. She played right after Jerry Paper actually. Um, but Mon Laferte, you what I got from this song is that she has adapted to sort of that Mexican sound. Like the 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 mm. melody was. I very, can like, see what you're saying, especially like the way that she's like. Like, that's the a balladry. Very, absolutely. Yes. There's, that's a very iconic, The drama. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, the lipstick with the pachola brow, and then, like, this wedding dress, or whatever it was. It was it was giving me very, like, telenovela. I was I was getting, like, a, like a campier Carla Morrison, almost. like Because she, yeah. she was belting, too. And it's like,
2: that's... So, it is. It's, like, right on the edge of camp. And I think that that's really interesting, because mm-hmm. I feel like she's, um exploring femininity yeah she's portraying these heroines you know and you never know what's going to happen so to me it's somewhere between like if cindy sherman was an indie singer songwriter or if like an almodovar character started like writing her own stories okay so it's like somewhere in between those and i'm just i'm fascinated
1: it's and and now, because I don't, I don't want to forget Miss Garrison. I no, really, we, sh- we must not. This I really like Miss Garrison. Um, I had, uh, I'd heard about them um, a few years back. Because I've now known Sokio for a little while, mm-hmm. and um, when we first met, he was like, "Hey, I'm like doing a showcase, whatever. You should come." And I remember I went to this dingy, random place in Bushwick. It was like an abandoned factory or some nonsense, um, and they they had three different shows. Um, on like three different rooms where they were doing three different shows, and like Sokyo had a showcase in like this little back room, and um, Miss Garrison played there, and I'd like oh I'd heard the, I'd heard the name, so I went and I checked them out, and um, and I also saw them uh, later that year at Lollapalooza in Chile, um, and I think they're really cool because they're one of the heavier bands. Sort of on like the Chilean indie spectrum because like they're not mm. quite punk. I wouldn't I wouldn't call them punk. Nah, no, but they're rockers. But they but they are rockers. And uh, Fran, who is the singer for, 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 for Miss Garrison, she's all you know. She's also the drummer, and they go in. She's incredible. They go in, and when I saw them at Lollapalooza, it no, was a that is a show. percussionist. That was a show and a half. Um, and I think they have, cause like this. I would is, like
2: to see her with Miss
1: Garrison. That would be great. Yeah. I have not seen Miss Garrison, so. It's a good show. And like, you like heavy music. So like, you will really, really be into this. Um, I, uh, I, cause I really like them. And this, this song in particular is also even a little surprising cause it's very poppy. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm not getting this. slightly like Ladytron
2: vibes. It's mm. kind of like that nocturnal dance pop.
1: I'm into it. I don't. I don't hate it when like when when an act makes a, a much more uh, adapts to a more poppy sound. Um, I respect that. First of all, it shows range. Second of all, if you're trying to be more successful, who am I to judge you for that? I mean,
2: although you know, you know it's not
1: people don't always do it like just to be more successful. Sometimes I, I, I they just, you know, they
2: suddenly. Maybe they were like they've always secretly loved dance pop, right? And this Maybe is... that's what you've
1: been listening to right now. Like I'm, I'm having a Madonna moment, mm-hmm. and you know this next song kind of sounds a little bit like that, and is showing off my influences. All the best artists, you know, usually are influenced by something else. So, but um, and we've all
2: been there. Everyone has a Madonna moment. Don't
1: lie. <laughs> um, <laughs> just feel the beat. Um, but but Miss Garrison, I, I really really like them. Again, I like when I when I saw them at. Uh, At Lollapalooza, Chile. Um, By the way, Franz Straub, one of the hardest working women on the Chilean scene. Because not only does she have her own solo project, Rubio, she's in Mascaras. And she also joins for Farmacos, which is... Oh, I didn't know that. And they also performed that same year at at Lollapalooza. So she performed twice at Lollapalooza. And on the same day, it was really... She was like, oh my God, I'm dying.
2: Not just hardworking. She's like a creative tsunami. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I, I, I know that she's in Farmacos. I don't think this is her band, per se. I know that she's in it. I don't know exactly what um, what amount of influence or, or input she has in it, um, because it is also a larger band. Miss Garrison is only three members, including her, um, and Farmacos is five. Um, but again, she kills it. And again, Farmacos was also one of my great discoveries at Lollapalooza Chile last year. Mm, they're um, lovely. They are so good. Um, so yeah, that great, great, great... Song choices there, Bev.
2: Thank you. Well, I'm ready to move on to a couple more. Cool. Um, one is a new discovery that I, I came across while while sorting through the the massive amount of talent that will be at South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coco Funca, or Coco Funca, um, who are from Costa Rica. And the song is Chukaro, um, which is off their new album. And then a... A, a favorite of both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whitest Taino alive from Puerto Rico.
1: From Dominican Republic. Wait, really? I screwed that up. They're totally from DR.
2: I remember that now. Why did I. But I said that out loud earlier that they were from Puerto Rico, and you're like, you just let it go. I did? I decided. Okay, I decided they're from Puerto Rico because, and we, maybe we can edit maybe this you're out, thinking maybe of,
1: not. no, we're not editing this out, this is a okay. good conversation. No, maybe but, you're thinking of Fuerte Villete?
2: Well, this is probably, no, this is probably something that I didn't know, or something, yeah, this probably reveals, like, my great ignorance about something. I thought, um, you know, I'm, if, the, if they have Taino in the name, I assume they're Puerto Rican,
1: Oh, well, yeah, that's an American thing because, like, New Yorkers are just like, I'm Taino. I'm not even Latino. I'm like, all right, girl, mm. calm down. Oh. Yeah, no, no, no. But, like, Tainos were all over the Caribbean.
2: I did not know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. There oh, were the caribs.
1: Chinese. There were Tainos. There were Atawaks. Um You know, it, it's very much like in Mexico, like, where this Toltec and Olmec start. It's, it's very much the same in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Again, Arawak, Taino, caribs all kind of mix into each other the... the the Caribs were a little more violent. is really it. Well,
2: I, I clearly need to, which also I clearly know nothing about. I and so like I think that I did know that White is Taino alive was from the Dominican Republic, mm. but sometimes I just make things up. Yeah, they're from the for capital. Instance, they're, they're the from, idea that they're from uh, the idea that they're
1: from Puerto Rico, which shows how much I have to learn. Yeah, well, you're getting there, and and song mess is messy for a reason. So there we go. Um, but yeah, love White Estadouno. So, uh, what are we going to start with?
2: Um, Let's start with uh, Chukuro by Coco Funka. Okay, cool.
4: por los 420, Rap Game Roberto Clemente
1: I love White Taino. You know what my favorite thing about White Taino Alive is? Is that they're really funny. Mm-hmm. They're really funny. Do you know their names? Mm-mm, I don't remember. So I've, the DJ, just the, the, the main DJ guy, producer guy, he just has like a, re- a regular DJ name. But the two main MCs are uh, Dominic Kanye West.
3: Oh, yeah. And
1: John Blunt Jovi. And so they're really funny, and so this song is called The Kill Billist, mm-hmm. and I was expecting more. Really?
2: Um, the, mm. I really like this one, but, and I can explain that, and you'll, you maybe will, will realize this when I, when I say it. Please. But, you know, my Spanish is not that good, but I understand these rhymes well enough that I get the jokes, okay. so I like this song, but I didn't get any jokes! it's funny, thing. they said funny things. Yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't get any of the cause, okay, again, so they have funnier songs. That, well, and I'm that I'm not picking up on. I mean, because they're not a comedy duo or trio. Like they, that's
2: not what it no, is. No, but they're very clever in this, the in yeah. the in the in the way of similar to Das Racist.
1: Yeah. Uh huh.
2: Lots of pop culture references that you come out of left field.
1: You don't expect. Or like uh, Chingo Bling, you know, who's... again very clever in the rhymes, which is what I like. This felt very serious. Production-wise, this beat is sick.
2: Oh my god, yeah.
1: This is one of the, one. This of, is, it hurts a little. This is one of the definitely one of their finest uh, works in terms of production, and, and I they also have been responding to that. Yeah, and and I'll definitely have to listen uh, again to really maybe like zero in on the lyrics a little more specifically. But like, it just felt serious, which well, is the flow which is, is very okay. smooth. Yeah. it's very
2: tight. They're not they're, so the, yeah. In terms musically, they're not joking around here.
1: No, they're not. No, and like and again, they're not. Um, they're not a comedy troupe or anything, but like their, their, their songs are very clever. Like it's re- I've, I remember when I first discovered them and I would listen to them on the train, I would, you know, break out laughing on the train. Cause it's just like, it really was lewd party music. Kind of like the first time I heard Fuerte Villete. Um, this to me was sort of that, the Dominican counterpart to that. It was just very like three guys just saying whatever rhymed. It was really funny, really clever. Like they have they have this great song called Selena. You know, like some of them are tall, some of them are short, some of them are fun, some of them are boring, but they got that ass like Selena. And it's just like, yes! And I remember just laughing out loud on like the sixth train going home. Um, and I, I, I was missing that here. I, Again, I really like them and their rhymes are on point. The production is top-notch. I just miss, uh, I miss a little bit of sort of that, like, whimsy. Well, I mean, that's like, that's when,
2: um, that's when I love hip-hop the most. When, like, I'm like, you just said that? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And brilliant and hilarious. And, like, your brain, like, explodes. That's that's the moment when I'm like, I love these guys.
1: One of my favorite. Or ladies. A lot of my favorite MCs are women. One of my favorite rhymes in all of rap is a a Lil Wayne rap. Um, And I don't. Hat. I think he's very underrated as a lyricist. I, I, I don't. But um, my fav, one of my favorite rhymes in all of rap music is, "G's stay silent like lasagna." Wow! <laughs> yes,
2: I remember that. But see, that's genius. Come on. Anyway, it's
1: because it like,
2: and that's it's like a sleeper hit. It like.
1: It like explodes a second later and you're like whoa yeah it's, anyway it's major and again like but it's 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 silly it's it's completely pointless um but it's clever and like it works and like I, I don't know I really I really enjoy that I don't know um I I like Why Does Taino I'm excited to hear that there's new work which means that there's an album or an EP on the way which I'm very receptive to I'm excited to see them at South by. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, oh, that, that's, that's why we're talking about them. Yeah, that's gonna be a really good showcase because they're oh, playing right. at the at the Remescla Perreo uh-huh. party, right? Quite a lineup. And it seems that they're playing early in the night, which is great because I'm probably trying to hit up a couple of parties that night.
2: With Audrey Nix, who is from Puerto Rico.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Lots of uh, good stuff. Nafi also are just gonna like. It's not yes. clear who from Nafi is gonna be playing, but Nafi definitely's got a spot. I think it's Lyle. No, they literally just have Nafi. Hmm. That's, that's what it so is. So,
2: basically, you have to stay up late and just see what happens.
1: Yeah, see what happens. Lao will probably be there, or, like, Paul Marmota or Zoot somebody from, from NAFI, will definitely show up.
2: So, it's um, almost unfair that I put Coco Funka next to White is Taino Alive,
1: but... Honestly, actually, I think that that worked out well, because Coco Funka were good, mm-hmm. but I felt it was a little, like, inoffensive.
2: Yeah, they are. They're but they're both quirky, both acts. Yeah.
0: Mhm.
2: You know, so okay, so this is not the most um they're not the most explosive band, but you know, I they caught my ear because when you hear the name Kuku Funka or at least me, I was thinking, "Oh, this is going to be some like really dancey electro uh, tropical thing, mm-hmm. you know. I'm I'm picture or like I'm picturing like something funky.
1: I was expecting Brazilian Afrobeat. Yeah, that was something... the name. That was the, what the name was conveying.
2: I'm expecting something maybe a little hippie-ish. Yep. And but so then, but then I you know I think the name is still appropriate because this is very tropical. Yep. But in you know in its own way. I mean, this is not a like so they're they're like an indie rock band, but it's not a rock beat.
1: It was very sophisticated. Uh, that's what I thought. It was. So,
2: yeah, I find them. I find them intriguing.
1: Yeah. Okay. I would very much like to see them live. Yeah. I mean, again, the song itself, and maybe it's maybe I just need to listen to more of their music, which I will, because I really did like it. It was very appealing. But again, it was it was inoffensive. That's that's, that's the word that came to mind. Because it's just uh, like
2: to me, that's like one of the harshest insults you can throw at a band.
1: Oh, I mean, because it, it was it really was fun. Um, it again top notch production. Really interesting sounds. I'm definitely getting tons of color. Yeah, no, know. Like washes of watercolor. Yeah, mm-hmm. Getting that synesthetic thing. And like, you know? this, this, this feels like it could be like a, a really su- a fun summer sort yeah, production's of. production's
2: very saturated. That's what I like about it,
1: you know. Yeah, Makes and... Makes me see shit. I like the, it because I pulled up their wiki and like it says that they, you know, they pull from rock and reggae and funk and... I'm not Latin, hearing them reggae, but maybe I haven't listened to them enough. Maybe we haven't listened enough. Yeah, but... Uh, they're cool. And, like, again, I'm totally open to to, to, to checking them out. They're from yeah, based Co- on that
2: description, are we talking about the same band?
1: Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. It's yeah. Coca Funca well. from Costa Rica, uh, formed in 2008. Sometimes um, bands don't know what they sound like. Exactly. I mean, and, well, eight years in, I, I'm pretty sure they know what they sound like by now.
2: Maybe they sounded very different earlier.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is just the song that stood out to you, and shit, that's what we played. Um, but I like it. I mean, I... You know, I don't dislike it. Like it's very, it's a very specific thing that I will like. Be like, yeah. Like last week, like planta carnívora. You made didn't a face. like that. I made a face. I made a face. Like I appreciate what you're doing. I don't like it. You yeah.
2: know. I like it. It's like feminist horror rap. It was Why like... has that not been a thing yet?
1: <laughs> oh my god, feminist horror rap.
2: Yes. Can you imagine?
1: I've, that's my next band. That's a hash, that's a SoundCloud hashtag just waiting to happen. Um, yeah, oof. Actually, that reminds me. Um, Ella
2: Minus has the best uh, SoundCloud hashtag. I think it's um, Tiny Dance.
1: Tiny Dance, yeah, I've heard that. I've read that. It's so good. That's really good. I love it. Um,
2: okay, so I think we're... We're uh, yeah, out of music. Are yeah. you going to play us out with Mariel Mariel like
1: you promised? Did I promise that? No. I can. Uh, that is a perfect track to play. I, I, I know exactly what I'm going to play for you. Um, she has this great song called Fotopati. Um, it ties in perfectly with our festival stuff because I saw her this year at Ruido Fest and last year at Normal. Mm. So, uh, you know, definitely check her out. Mariel Mariel from Chile. Just killing it. Living in, in Mexico City.
2: And next time, we promise, we'll talk about some bands that aren't from Chile.
1: Girl, she lives the shit. I thought we established that. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Um, if you're at South by Southwest or Normal, hit us up on Facebook at Song Mess. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. All at Song Mess. Um, and if you need to get a hold of us, if you want to send us some emails or whatever, uh, send you know let us know at uh, songmessmusic at gmail.com. Thanks, guys, and we'll catch you guys soon. Bye. Bye.
4: Para encontrar el amor hay que salir a buscar Para cambiar hay que saber cambiar Salirse del vaivén, toma la carretera Mira las piedras, cosa pasajera Tanto trabajo, no me relajo El intelecto me está matando Mira que yo voy a donde va la situación Que siempre hay motivo de salud No cómo me llamo, no tengo identidad Puedo hacer lo que te guste más En la pista soy tu fiera con la